time of the week again. Prepare yourself for the surveyors of saws, the sultans of spaghetti, the whispers in your ears. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the What's Your Spaghetti Policy Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Alex and Jacob. us know that it's recording that's so much fun i love that before i get to introductions i have to ask well this is probably this is the first time we've had a male foursome i know it sounds way dirtier than it actually (laughs) is but maybe your first time but uh... yeah (laughs) we uh we had on valentine's day this past year uh we had both of our wives on there so that was the first time that we'd had four people but i think we had another episode we had five but we were all in the same room kind of thing um but I do have a question for everybody. I don't know who is big into Star Wars between the two of you. Um, but do you think that Chewbacca has a human dick or like one of those red rocket things that dogs have? Oh, he's definitely got the dog dick. Otherwise, you'd, otherwise you'd see something. You know, you'd have like the little bear patch with the little chimp dick hanging down. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's a good point. Because it's definitely <laughs> like it's I would say it's like a dolphin situation where it's kind of inside of him until he needs it. Yeah, because, yeah, you've got a great point. Yeah, it would be hanging out. He would be hanging dong the entire series, really. And I would lay odds that it, it when it's retracted, the, the top side of it's probably up near his stern. I, I bet that thing's a good three to four feet long. That's intense. <laughs> How tall That's is Chewbacca? Chewbacca? Like canonly, can- kinetic- canonically. I think he's like seven foot something. That is that short? Let me Google it. Yeah, Peter Mayhew. I mean, he had to be close to seven feet. Yeah, I thought it was like one of those imposed things because, like, you know, Gandalf is not really, you know. Oh no, man! Peter Mayhew is a fucking or was a fucking giant. I met him at a at a convention once, and I'm not a small dude. I'm like six four. I mean, my hands are not teeny tiny. I shook his hand, and it just like engulfed my hand, like like it was a Gandalf hand, but it was real life. He's seven and a half feet tall, like can can canonically, yeah. So. That's well, solid. Yeah, if I think that's what's that per, person. But I'm saying, like in Star Wars, is that how tall he's supposed to be, or is he supposed to be taller than that? Because you're saying a seven foot five creature has a three foot dick. It's almost yeah. Well, I, I could, like, I'm, uh, I'm with. That's it. just how Wookiees do it. <laughs> yeah, maybe he needs all that that length. Well, it's, I mean, like a, it's like a walrus. Walruses have fucking huge dicks. Do they really? Now I've got to look up walrus dick. <laughs> They've got a bone in them. The 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 uh, the Inuit used them as like they'd harvest them and use them as clubs, and they called it an uyuk. Oh yeah, the first the first article says male walruses have giant ones. So, well there you nice. go. They're twice as big as the female walruses, but human men not at all. Well that's just mean. I don't like this article very much. <laughs> like, I'm I'm fine. Okay, it's like, I'm especially you. You're like, wait, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> that's not nice. That's not nice. <laughs> Oh my God, but, um, I would be, it would be rude of me not to introduce you, uh, or you can introduce yourselves. You're the one we're like really terrible at introductions. Uh, but it's John and Ben from the geek exploration podcast. Say hello. Yeah. Hi, I'm John Williams. <laughs> I'm the other guy. You're the other guy. <laughs> and that's um, the show we're from. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. And that's it. <laughs> Episodes over. 
Um, <laughs> I came across you guys. Whew, I don't know. It was probably over a year ago when like, cause I think we're like in some, like we're in a mutual like Twitter group. Yeah. Th- thing. Um, but I think I started like talking to, I don't know who, who was it I was talking to like th- on Twitter, I guess it's been right. Yeah. So you all started a Kickstarter and it like perked my ears up because I have aspirations of some sort to eventually maybe possibly do a Kickstarter. Cause I have an idea that is 90% done. Um, and you are the first person that I have talked to like personally, though we've never met other than like five minutes ago. Um, you're the first person that I've talked to who has done a Kickstarter. So I was like, oh my gosh, I got to talk to you about this. And then obviously, you know, time has passed and you were successful. Uh, so congratulations. Thank you. Uh, Space Odysseys, correct? Oddities. Uh, Oddities. Yeah, Oddities. Ah, yeah. there we go. I, should <laughs> I mean, I should know. I have the first issue. I did back it. So, you know. Oh, thank you. What's your excuse, Jacob? Uh, I don't have any money. I actually, uh, I that is false. You just don't spend money. That's I don't know what you're talking about. I have zero dollars. It's better if I think that I have zero dollars. So, so I have a couple of questions for you. Um, first of all, what made you to ultimately decide to do Kickstarter and not one of the other like various crowdfunding places? I think. I don't know. I mean, I think we just kind of picked one. It was like, what? Yeah, it's it's kind of the name. Like, like it seems that like there's, you know, for, for the most part, there's Kickstarter and there's Indiegogo. And I feel like Kickstarter is just the bigger name. I, I've, I've heard it's more friendly to the people who are, uh, you know, to the creators. And um, I knew more people who had done that before. So it was like, okay, I, you know, similar to you, it's like, I need a resource because I've never done this, but I know a couple of people who have run campaigns before. So we at least have somebody we can talk to with that. Yeah. K- Kickstarter is kind of like the Kleenex of crowdfunding. <laughs> like, like you yeah, could, okay, I got you. Yeah. Like you just assume that like when you hear Kickstarter, it's like, okay, it comes from Kickstarter. Yeah. Not just like, you know, it could be any other, other ones, but. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's got better name recognition, and we had no name recognition, so uh, we figured we could piggyback off of that. And I, I guess Indiegogo is pretty good for comic books; like, it's got a pretty bustling co- indie comic scene. But um, you know, I don't know. I, I've, I've talked to a couple of people that did both; like, they did their Kickstarter, and then they just did like a variant cover and sold it on Indiegogo because it just needs to be slightly different; it can't be the exact uh, same thing. Which maybe we should have done, but you know. I still can. You got time. You got plenty of time. You just release an alternate cover and it'll be fine. Yeah. How goes the comic? Oh, good. I mean, it's going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the first issues out there, we've, uh, you know, the, the rewards have been shipped. Um, we've been talking to some people, getting some feedback, and um, we're currently working on the second issue. We've got the whole six, uh, six issue arc plotted out, you know, on a, on a big whiteboard. And we wrote out the first uh, or the next two issues, um, at least in, in more detail, not full script yet. But I'm currently drawing the second issue right now. Do you, is there like the original plan? So how did this pitch come about, I guess, is the first question. Oh, shit. We, well, this is something that we've been bullshitting since we were in our like early 20s, smoking weed in my parents' garage. So There you go. This is this has been a long time in the making. It's one of those things like, ah, here's this idea. It'd be great. 
and uh you know we were 20 something stoners so we didn't actually follow through on anything <laughs> hey, yeah i'd, I'd gone to uh, i'd gone to school for animation and uh and i came back and i was like you know we should make a cartoon proposal for uh this was in the early days of adult swim with like sea lab and harvey birdman oh, okay. and aqua team and shit and it was yeah. it was the perfect vehicle for you know where we're, we're like okay yeah let's do it and of course we didn't but we revisited the idea several times over the years that the character of Jet has gone through the most evolutions. But Dirk and uh, Jorge Nick Sanchez have been pretty well developed since the beginning. And Woody. Um, he just turned blue in the latest intera- uh, iteration. But yeah, it's, it's a long gestating uh, project. And I think we were just like, you know what? Let's, let's fucking do a comic. Like, let's make it happen. What, what was the thing that finally just kicked you in the ass? I was like, I, we got to do this. Like, we just, we need to do it. We need to jump the shark. We need to take the plunge. I think for me, at least, I had, I had worked on some other people's projects. And I think I just, I wanted to do something. And I wanted to be more involved. Because I think some of the, the, the other projects I was doing where I was drawing other people's characters or, or I wasn't involved in the writing at all, I, um, I just sort of lost passion for it and if you're doing it independently or you know not getting paid a lot you know you you may as well be working on your own project because it's it's portfolio pieces anyway so with with ben and i you know like we like i said we've been talking about this for years so it's like hey let's let's really develop this like let's make something we can be proud of and let's fucking i don't know let's let's finally pull the trigger and we can all be happy so i yeah I don't know. I, I think I petered out there at the end. I, I lost my train of thought. I was like, put, put a bow on it somehow. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. This is exactly like it's what all, I do. Hey, it's all that weed, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've got, I've got residuals that'll last me a lifetime. <laughs> um, did you ever think of like pitching it to obviously not Marvel or DC, but like, you know, image or boom or any of those like more independent style comics, or was this something that you wanted to just completely do on your own? Um, well, looking into it, uh, most of those companies, and I've, I've got a couple of buddies that have, uh, that have actually worked with some independent companies and gotten their books published. They want to see a finished product before they'll even consider taking a look okay. at your pitch. So it was, it was imperative that we did put together a complete full, you know, first issue before we even think about pitching. I've been looking into it. Like I, I, I do plan on going to, to image boom, dark horse, um, Oni, you know, like why not scout uh, uh, anywhere it'll fit. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, but, but I think we also need to, I need to have a better idea of how fast I can churn it out because if all of a sudden somebody said, all right, we'll do a monthly book. Like I don't think I can get it done quick enough. The, the process is just taking too long with uh, having day jobs and families and whatnot. God, always getting in the way with these day jobs. It's mm-hmm. the worst, man. That's what we bitch about all the time. It's like, if we could just like not work, yeah. we could actually do things that we give a shit about. Instead, of, you know, <laughs> yeah. we have to do these mundane bullshit jobs to bills to pay the bills and, you know, so provide for the family and all that stuff. So you said you had six issues. The first arc is six issues. And you said you had, started planning out eight do you is it something that you look to do continuously or is it something that like you're like okay here's this we know what the what the end point would be or is it just something that you would do ongoing yeah the the thought is that yeah we'd go um 
it, it, it's going to be left in a place where we can kind of continue doing it and do some more serialized stuff. Like John was saying, originally the idea was from like more of an, like an adult swim cartoon where, you know, it would be a more disjointed kind of serialized uh, type um, project. Gotcha. Where, where it wouldn't necessarily be like a big story through line, but in the comic format, it's a little bit different. So we wanted to do a, a good fully contained first arc that kind of sets everything up and kind of has a good adventure in it. And, um, and then see if we, you know, if we build an audience and after we're done with that, we've got places we can take it from there. Um, if, uh, if it makes sense. So in doing a Kickstarter, like, Obviously, you've you've shipped out issue one. Is there a certain time frame in which you have to provide the full obligation, or was Kickstarter basically like okay, guaranteed only for the first issue, sort of sort of deal? So, so we our Kickstarter was just for the first issue, and and we, you kind of set your own deadlines. You know, we told people, hey, we'll have it out by April. That's our goal. We did make that goal. Nice. Um, regardless of our, you know limitless procrastination up to that point we did make it a lot of the work ended up happening in that last month yeah <laughs> but uh but no it, it, it for the second we're planning on doing a second kickstarter hopefully in november is what we're shooting for that's when we did the last one so we'll be you know right out a year from the one before um and that'll be for issue two and uh you know just kind of keep doing them through through there it's kind of crazy how like people don't realize my, my partner here, including I know everything that how expensive things are to do. Like, it's not just like, Oh, well, you you know, I'm just going to do this. And like, it's going to take 20 minutes and two hours. Like we argue all the time about, you know, time and like, Oh, he's like, well, I don't want to play. I don't want to pay this amount of money for DLC. I, Cause like his whole thing is like, he, you know, I bought him God of war for like $18 cause he wouldn't buy it at full price. And then like, he's like, I want DLC, but I want it for free. Why don't I, I don't want a sequel. Like well, I, want, I didn't say that I wanted it for free. He wouldn't pay for it, but yeah, I probably wouldn't pay for it. So that's right. my point. So I'm, I'm, I'm constantly having to like this fight about like, you don't understand how, how like, how long don't that put, takes. Okay. Don't put Easter eggs in the game as far as other doorways that I can go <laughs> through. If you're not going to do anything with them, I hate that shit so much. Okay. It's like, Oh, you've got all these other doors that you can go through, but you can't go through them because they, they keep them out of the game. You hear that it's guys. Like, don't lay any Easter eggs for further storylines in your comic book. Don't do no, it. You know, don't, don't, don't tickle the pickle. If you're, uh, if you're just going to walk away afterwards, I mean, come on. <laughs> it's, it's i'm so upset okay i don't want to talk about this right now i'm gonna get angry okay <laughs> oh no, no i'm sorry i may, maybe my my analogy was awful but i'm on your side okay okay got you oh it's great yeah That's don't don't That's don't tease me yeah. we've got i got so many i don't know if you guys have played god of war but it's like the point where you get to like you can see that you can go to different areas and they've all got all these other doorways where it's like you can go like you can go you to, only go to five valhalla or whatever you can only go to like yeah five of them and it's upsetting because like, are you not going to do anything with that yeah because that's a whole other game i'm gonna have to buy yeah to it's go called a doorways. sequel it's called a sequel jacob <sighs> you're just trying to get money out of me you know and it's just like don't put it in the game if oh i'm sorry that a business is it. trying to make money i digress <laughs> this is what happens all the time by the way Oh. <laughs> I know it. It's entertaining. We're, we're like a we're like a married couple, and it's just like we're, we are very similar in a lot of ways, but very different in a lot of other ways. Um, that's funny. When when we started our show, I thought Ben and I were going to argue a lot more than we actually do. 
Like I, I, I figured it would be like a regular segment where, where we just pick a topic to argue about. And it's like, it just didn't really happen. <laughs> yeah. Ours. Well, Jacob gets mad because in our discord, people will comment. They're like, yeah, I agree with Alex. Yeah. I agree with Alex. Yeah. Jacob's wrong. And he gets so pissed off because he's always wrong. I'm not always wrong. I'm <laughs> right in my head. I'm always right. And I always will be right. Yeah, well, as you know. ignorant as I am, this I'm is America right. after all. I'm always gonna be right. <laughs> um, going back to the Kickstarter, how was the overall experience? Because I can imagine that, like, you hit that launch button that you're like hitting refresh like every 15 seconds. It's fucking exhausting. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine. And I, I mean, and it wasn't even so much like worrying about where it's going to come in. Like that, that stress doesn't hit levels until you get close to the end, and you're like, oh fuck, come on. Like, like we need a hundred more dollars. Like what's good. Like, hopefully someone does that. And hopefully what if they back out at the very end and, and you end up a hundred dollars short or $5 short. You're like, what the fuck do you do? Yeah. But, uh, during it, the, the hardest part for me at least was, uh, promoting it. Cause I am fucking terrible at self-promotion. I fucking hate it. Yep. I don't like doing it. And I was having to go on Twitter like every day and post something new and go like, like, Hey everybody, look, I'm cool. Look at my neat thing. I did pay me money for it. <laughs> I fucking hated it. It's like trying and, to get people to listen to your podcast. You can only tell so many people, but you can't force it in their ears. You know? I yeah. Never, but, I never tell people about podcasts. Cause that's part yeah, of the problem. I don't, I don't talk to people. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't. I can, I can half-ass the podcast promotion and it's cool, but like this thing is like, I've got 30 days and it needs to hit this. Or like if, if in 30 days I don't hit some arbitrary number on the podcast, like what the fuck ever? I don't really care that yeah. much. <laughs> but like this, you know, it was, you know, this is how this is going to go forward. And if we don't make it, then we're going to have to come up with plan B. So, uh, well, I, was plan I, B. I don't think we necessarily had one. It was probably self-publish a black and white book. And, yeah. And print like yeah much smaller copies. print run. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, like you said, no color at all. Yeah. Cause I, we, we've, we've done books like that or, you know, and, and like there's a, there's a pretty uh, decent comics community, like of independent creators in, uh, in Sacramento. And we, we all have teamed up and, you know, there's a local printer we all use and, and, you know, you, you just sort of, you don't expect to make any money really at all. You're, you're just sort of hoping to make back your, your publishing costs and you're doing it for the love. So at least with, with something like this, you know, we were able to cover it. So at least the, the only thing we're losing out on is our time, which, which you know, I mean, I'm, it, it's an investment for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing it cause I love it. Right. That brings up a good question. Cause we talked about it a couple of episodes ago about what is, and this is the perfect audience to ask this to, because what is more important to you, not you in general, but just to you, creatorship or ownership, right? Because if you create something, you know, it's in your vision, but like, let's just say you create this, you have your six issues, you've done what you've done, but you own it. But then like, you know, let's say somebody comes along and they offer you a big stack of cash and they're like, it's ours, but the cash is yours. Like what's more important, you know? Sold. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it depends on Easy. What, that, what that stack of cash is, you know. I mean, if, uh, right. if somebody wants to, you know, you offer the right amount of money, I will sell. Everybody's most got a thing. price. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it it would be a bummer to sell this to someone, you know, like like say Hollywood came a knocking and they wanted to make a movie and they're like, okay, here's here's some cash, but you guys don't get any say in it. Like that that would hurt my heart a little bit, but. 
I can always create more characters. Like I've, I've got, I've got a phone note section full of story ideas that, that I could have just as much fun with. Um, you know, these, these are, these are our babies. You know, this yeah. is the first thing we, that we fully produced all the way through. But at the same time, you know, it's like, I'm, yeah, you could I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm getting a lot of joy out of creating it. So if somebody wants to give me a lot of money to let it go, I'm, I'm perfectly okay with that. Yeah, they, they can't take that joy from you. You already had it. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know that you created it, whether or not they want to admit it. Because yeah. that's, you know, that's the big thing about, you know, because Ed Brubaker came out and was like, you know, I haven't watched Falcon and Winter Soldier because they didn't pay me enough money. And it's just like, well, I mean, I'm sure you got paid well and you were paid to do the job. And it's like, you know, this that's I'm not going to retread that argument because Jacob over here is going to get real upset about hey, it. Hey, I'm just saying pay the guy the money. Okay. I don't, I don't where are they supposed to get that money jacob you're not going to pay for it i'm just saying it's he, like the yeah. whole argument like is that he was paid he just didn't get any residuals for creating I have to see the soldier receipts. i need to but see he how didn't. much money he got paid to know if it's like okay i'm on his side of the argument where it's like okay they took his this creation and ran it you know but and made the thing is, is he didn't create he bucky the comic he created winter soldier he didn't create bucky he just took bucky and made a new a new character out of it and it's I like would, i don't know you know it's you know like i mean he created winter soldier and it's like he should be paid for winter soldier i don't know about royalties i don't know anything i'm dumb i'm uneducated i don't know <laughs> i i'm not not to not to totally make this thing a retread for you guys but but i i am more on on jacob's side with that we're like like he created the idea of the winter soldier and that entire storyline like Winter Soldier would not have existed without him, and they're making sure. a billion dollars from the right. movie. Like they could have done better. I don't think he needed like a cut of the the, the film gross, but they 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 could have. Yeah, I don't done know. They got paid. Better. I know he was paid for it, but he yeah. wasn't probably paid a nice portion of the one point one billion or whatever Winter yeah, Soldier he, made. He was paid the amount he agreed to be paid. Though. Yes, that's, that's another that's oh, another thing yeah. that I always get to is that like. I understand that he signed a contract. And so therefore that like kind of nullifies my entire argument because like he signed a contract, he knew what he was signing up for. So I understand that it's like, he shouldn't be getting any more money because the contract said, but at the same time, it's like with the whole Scarlett Johansson deal, it's like your, your, your contract, sure. It said something, but then these other circumstances come about where they turn it into like a multi-billion dollar, you know, movie. And it's like, Oh, you can't give me some kind of kickback for that. I can't get some oh. kind of kickback for making it a multi-billion dollar company, uh, you know, movie or whatever i, I think the scarlett I, johansson one is a bit different though because like she agreed to terms that uh that you know the, the reality changed after the fact like she said all right sure i'll do this for x amount of money and i'll get as long as i get this much of the back end and then the the entire fund you know funding model there changed and that back what, end yeah. value changed dramatically well, when, when you come out and say well i can't believe you would do this in a pandemic you're already admitting fault disney so <laughs> Yeah, well, she signed that contract well before the pandemic was even a thing. Like that, yeah. you know, people that did it afterwards, like uh, what's uh, the, you know, anyone that signed something now complaining about it, it's like, sorry, you fucking signed up for it, man. That is, that is what it is. If uh, you know, and what's going to come out of it is that you're, they're just going to have to pay people more up front because the back end isn't going to be as, as lucrative as it once was anymore. Absolutely. I mean, have you all been to the movie theater since they've opened up? I don't even know. Are they open up where you're at? Yeah, yeah, I, I went and saw. Uh, what did I go see? A movie. Oh, I went and saw <laughs> The Green Knight. How was it? I, it was. It was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, the rest of my family was a little bit more lukewarm on it. It is. Uh, it is pacing from a different time. Okay. So it is, it is not a. Um, 
like the pace at which the story flows and kind of because it's based on like a 13th century chivalric romance and it shows uh but it like (laughs) (laughs) glowing review better or worse if you like 13th century chivalric romances this thing is always i'm always talking about i want more 13th century romances in my life (laughs) it's a very niche market yeah but it's a beautifully shot film but it's just kind of the pacing's kind of weird and some of the storytelling devices are they're just they're archaic it's not it's not a modern fucking you know shit in your face 100 mile an hour fucking movie which can be good i mean i like a good slow pace but i like the slow pace to be good you know and, it, and it's just it, and it was good it's just it's not what if you're walking into a movie knowing nothing about it which is what my family was doing because i was like i want to see the green knight you want to come with me they were not <laughs> expecting what they got so were they expecting like a sequel to the martin lawrence movie <laughs> <laughs> i thought they just looked at, they look over and you're like what the fuck did you they're like this is for? this What's is not a comedy what is yeah. going on um I thought we were seeing the Green Hornet. Yeah, there you go. What's going on here? Where's, um, where's Seth Rogen? For the to jump back on your Kickstarter for a second. Um, is there anything that you would do differently knowing what you know now? And what advice would you have for anybody starting a Kickstarter? Plan better. Plan better. Uh, um, honestly, like if, if you talk to people about you know getting advice for a Kickstarter, the one thing people will say the most often is set up your mailing list, like get, get people, get the word out early on, get people on a list. So as soon as you're dropping, you're hitting, you know, hundreds of people at once that could not be more true. We did not. I mean, as far as I know, we did not take it seriously enough. We were told and and we're like, that's a good idea. And we didn't do (laughs) any of that at all. (laughs) It seems very, it seems difficult to do because you, you know, again, with the self promotion, it's like, what, what are we supposed to do? You know, like, I don't, I don't get it. And I feel like I'm bothering people. And I feel like if I have nothing to show right now that I'm just saying like, Hey, give me your money. And so, or I mean, give me your, your information so I can put you on a list and send you things. It <laughs> seems, it seems fucking weird. Like now we've got a bunch of names from the campaign, but up top, like it's tough, but I mean, that, that is turbo important. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and you, like a lot of people are going to be like, Hey man, you know, just pimp yourself out to everybody, you know, like call your grandma and be like, Hey grandma, I got a Kickstarter going on. That's like, great. That's great. Tell every, Here's 10 bucks. Yeah. Tell you know? everybody at work that you've, you know, you know, just get everybody you possibly can. And uh, I didn't do that. Because that's why I, I, I feel like, that. like this pod or whatever. That's how I feel about it. As far as it always feels like, I mean, and again, it comes back to uh, me having anxiety. I feel like I'm pushing it on people and they're going to be like, wow, this Can I you can't tell talk he has anxiety. Anymore. Somebody who's wearing a luchador mask to strangers. Uh, I mean, <laughs> And it's just like, I don't like pushing. Like, so I can't imagine like saying, hey, you know, I've got this thing here. You, you want to buy it? You want to buy it? Like every like, you know, 10 or 15 minutes or anytime you come across somebody, you know. And so I, I completely understand. I don't, I, I'm already I have anxiety for you guys. Well, what's so. the worst worst thing they can do is tell you fuck off or they could they, they, they could say fuck off and then never talk to me again. They can go tell their friends to never talk. You to don't me talk again. to anybody exactly. anyways. Yeah. I mean, that's like it, it, they could do a lot. <laughs> To, they can say they fuck can, off and then go to your mutual friend and be like, can you believe this fucking dickhead? Yeah, you know, like, they, they, I don't they, need they, that in my I'm life. Like, Guys, I didn't even offer it to you. Hey, you know, word for you. <laughs> I have no problem whoring myself out for like this podcast and be like, yeah, I'll do your podcast. Okay, whatever. I love right. to talk, I'll, you know. Yeah, th- that was that was the easy part was getting on other people's shows and talking about the product because we we love it so much and we're so involved in it. I think like Ben was saying, just the daily like social media posts because y- you have to put something different out every day and you're you're being annoying. You're annoying as shit. I I don't I don't like it when people do that. 
on there. So like, you know, I, I gave people notice up top. I'm like, I'm going to be doing this for the next month. So you can, you can unfollow me if you, if you want to, but you know, at the end of the month, it'll, it'll go back to normal. Just, just mute me for a month and then we'll go. Yeah. Don't unfollow. Yeah. You know, I don't want to lose any followers. Okay. But you know, just mute me <laughs> I, for a second. You know, I, 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 I tried to pimp you guys out as much as I could. I appreciate, appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there, we, we got a help from a lot of people that do not, that don't have the, the, the reservations we do about telling people to spend money on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's where Jacob and I, our philosophies are different. He's like, I got to save all this money. So that way when I'm dead, I can't do anything. Okay. It could go to my kids. My kids can have a good time. I, I also right, have a child. I'm going to be dead. We both have a child around the same age, but his is a little older, but like she's got money, but like I work my ass off and I do all these things and I, I, I grew up poor as shit. So like I have the means of a disposable income. So like if I fucking want to buy something, I'm going to do it. You know, and then he's just like, well, I got to hey, gotta, I bought I, these microphones. OK, that was so frivolous of me. I was like, oh, God, and you stressed about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I am still stressed about it. Okay? Massive buyer's remorse. I'm never going oh to financially recover from this. Okay. He has buyer's remorse on a $5 like hamburger from like some fast food <laughs> joint. Like, oh, I could have just made this at home. This $9 chicken sandwich I ate earlier is already giving me buyer's remorse. Okay. Tearing my insides <laughs> up and I don't like it. Buyer's <laughs> oh, remorse. Um, so how much of it? So you were talking about like all these things you had to do for Kickstarter, but how much of the thing was done? for like like a tangible thing that you could sh- say okay here's what it is because obviously it was the issue wasn't done but like how much of the project of issue one i guess since that's what the kickstarter was for how much of that was actually done prior to launching or was it one of those things where like you had this much and then as it was being funded you were still working on it and and adding things along the way we um, had it- we we had all the uh, the line art and, and almost most everything inked at that point. Like we were, we were done enough with the book to feel confident launching it. I hate, you know, I have a hard time backing things on Kickstarter when people are like, here's my idea. I still need to find someone to, uh, to edit, draw, ink, <laughs> color and, and letter it. So you're but, me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that one's, that one's tough. Like we had, we had the book, you know, the, the line art and everything done and we needed, we needed money to color it essentially. And we put up, we put up some cash at the beginning to pay our colorist, Dan Alvera to do, what do you do? Five, six pages. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. At least so five, yeah. I think five pages. So that we'd have some colored pages for the Kickstarter. And then we needed the rest of the money. I mean, most of the money from the Kickstarter went to him and printing. In fact, so and you fulfilled. do not, you do not have to answer this question, but I'm curious, how much did six pages cost for somebody else to color? Cause I don't know if you got a friend rate or if it was one of those things. No, it was it was a pretty standard rate from from all the different colors that I that I talked to. It, it was about fifty bucks a page. It's not terrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I tried some people out that were at like you know thirty bucks a page, and and I mean this isn't to speak speak to like oh money equals quality, but it just didn't work out. And and we were just like you know what there there's a lot of people offering coloring at lower rates that and you know a lot of people are just beginning, so they they can't command the higher rates. But it was when I when I when I saw Dan's work and I was just like, yeah, like that's that's what I'm looking for. We're gonna have to pay for this. You yeah, know, like, what you like, man. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and when you see something that fits, like 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 a couple of the other people that we tried, like it didn't seem to fit. And I've seen books that they've done otherwise, and they're beautiful. They look great. So but, 
it just didn't fit what we were doing, which is, you know, it would have been nice because they were a little cheaper, but. <laughs> so, like speaking to what like you know having the idea so with mine the story is basically done i have three full-on arcs with the po- possibility of a fourth i have character designs but like and i've paid for those and they were not cheap they were like 150 each and i've done four of my own dime and it's one of the because like the original pitch for me was for it to be uh if you ever play shank no okay so what's a side scroller like beat him up but like it has a very batman the animated series like vibe like cartoon sort of adult swimmy anyways if you saw it you'd be like oh i know he's talking about so it's very much in that vein and like that's how i envision it but it's also like something that i have that can be it's like okay well you know video games are in so fucking expensive to make and i don't know anybody that knows how to do anything of that sort so it's like okay i could pivot this thing and make it into like a seven eight issue comic book for the first arc and then like later on down the road hypothetically let's say oh i could i could then turn it into whatever but like that's where i'm at the story's done for the most part i could tweak some things here and there because you get that i mean as you all know you can you probably were never completely satisfied with everything but it was to the point where like okay this is good we've got to move on so like i've got to that part, that part, and I have character designs, but like I don't have panels, I don't have drawings, I don't have sketches because I don't know anybody they can do any of that shit. Because luckily for you all, you live in a part of the country where that seems to be that there are more available artists of the sort. Where we live, not so much. Everybody likes to pluck a guitar around here, but nobody likes to draw. So yeah, to be I honest, mean, I mean the, the the best resource for all of that is the fucking internet man yeah. like like join some facebook groups for for uh, independent comic artists you put one post up like hey look i'm looking to do i'm looking to put together some samples for you know this idea i have i've got character designs i've got i've got a story idea just make sure you've got an nda so they can't go jack your ideas or anything and like you will you will be flooded with independent artists that are that are trying to uh to work for you like it is, it's bonkers how easy it is. To, I mean, it's, it's, well, it's almost more difficult to weed out all the people you don't yeah. want to work with. There, I mean, there's loads of like talented artists in like Malaysia and Egypt and stuff that'll work for you for quite a bit cheaper than someone locally will. Uh, be, just because the, you know, cost of living is lower and yeah. they can make, they can make a living off less money than someone in Los Angeles can. I think my issue is that like, I would like to find somebody who is going to be with me from like, it's like, okay, let's do this. And like, that's the person, like we just, we grow it together sort of thing. It's like, yeah, I've got, I've got the the main core idea, but it's like, I'm also, you can ask Jacob, I'm not very set in stone in a lot of things. Like I'll pitch stuff to him for our t-shirts, t-shirt designs, and he kind of just runs with it. And he's kind of self-taught himself as well. So it's like our t-shirts have gotten way better over time, but like, I, that, I think that's where my hangup is. It's like, I've already paid somebody to do the character stuff. So like now I need somebody to like, like let's get on this on the ground floor. Ground let's floor, go, let's you go. know, you know? Yeah. You need, yeah. You need the commitment, which is hard to find with strangers on the internet. That is a fact. <laughs> yeah. Because you could do one issue with them and they get paid and they love it. You love it. And then the next time, you know, when you're ready to go to issue two, they've got another gig. I've, I've seen it happen. I've, I've reaped the benefits of that happening to, to a buddy of mine who's a writer, but, but um, you know, yeah, it's, it does suck for consistency. Did you, how long did you guys know each other? I mean, oh, clearly you guys have known each other for a long time, but how long have you known each other? 
25 years maybe oh more than that i got the idea like listening to your podcast or whatever you guys have known each other for a long time as you're talking about playing gta in each other like in each other's garages or or, or wherever they were and stuff like that so it's like i I got the feeling that you guys have been like friends for quite a while we've yeah we've known each other for about 28 years now good christ yeah we met we met in fifth grade 25 wasn't far off (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. For some reason, you know, I, I think we've been talking so much about being out of high school for 21 years that all of a sudden, like, it's it seemed much further away than, than that. Yeah. Uh, not to, huh? I can't remember how long I've been out of high school. When, I don't even. We're old as shit. 15 years. We, 12 we did an years. Entire I've, been out, I've been out 12 years now out of the, out of the joint. <laughs> all right. Um, not to, like, rehash your conversation that you had with GTA, but I thought it was. Very apropos that the news came out recently this week that there is they're looking to re-release GTA 3 Vice City and San Andreas with some like um, quality of life uh, improvements on like all consoles, including Switch, which it'll be great on Switch because that's one of those things. But like, I don't think people who are like in high school now understand you guys do understand how monumental grand theft auto 3 was like everybody loves san andreas everybody likes vice city like those are the preferences but three literally changed the industry of video games absolutely because the first two games were top down and then out of nowhere they decided we're just going to go free roam sandbox and then i like i was aware of it like you know i had an egm and i'd subscribe to it and stuff and like i like got it on a whim at like a blockbuster for anyone listening that's where you would go and you could rent games uh, and then you return them. It's kind of like the library, but like video games and movies. Um, I don't but like, understand why they went. Like I don't that concept. <laughs> I don't understand that, like that why that concept still isn't around. But um, because it's not funded by the your local government. Um, anyways, so, like a library. So um, like you put it in and like you play it and it's just like like you you know Legend of Zelda before that there was games where that you were in a sandbox and you could do things but nothing to this extent to where you could literally just like murder people and get away with it like the 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 amount of violence at that age like the only thing i can compare that to is like when Mortal Kombat came out and like there was a huge uproar of that and then it's just like this took it to the next level because you could this was like you can't uppercut somebody's spine out like you can't you can try i mean but you can literally like pick up somebody on the road get a prostitute and then like kill her like as bad as that sounds like you could do that and so it's one of those like the game industry is like pre-grand theft auto 3 and then like post-grand theft auto 3 because after gta 3 comes out obviously you know i prefer vice city that's my favorite of the three I kind of got really burnt out with San Andreas because it was almost too much. It was like, that was the beginning of like bloat. Like I didn't need three huge cities. Like two, two was fine, whatever. And then I ended up getting stuck on some mission. I was like, I'm done with this. But like you look at the current like landscape of how video games are now. And like you have your sandbox games, you know, everything is can trace its roots back to GTA three. And it's just kind of fucking incredible that, Ubisoft owes Rockstar a lot. Oh my god! And like that's the thing. Like people get sick of those, and like I, I, I love a good story-driven, like narrative-driven game. Like I don't need to explore all this shit. I will, but like I, there is some like pressure taken off when like I can jump in and play a Far Cry and just like not worry about 
things. I don't have to stress. I can just jump in and shoot shit, you know? And so like, but I can only do that so many times because I do get open world fatigue and playing games. Like if I play one, you know, if I played horizon zero dawn, like I've got to play like something different. I got to play like doom or I got to play something that's way more linear. Like ghost of Tsushima was a great, a great point. I love that game to death, but like I played the first Island and it took like 25, 28 hours. And then to realize that there are two more islands after that, I'm like, I fucking love this game, but like, do I want to commit another 45 hours going to every shrine, doing everything? And like, there's this weird, I'm a collector. I collect things. So like, I've never been able to shake that feeling of completion. So like, I have to, there's a joke in there somewhere. So I have to like, like I play a game and like, I'm not necessarily an achievement hunter or a trophy hunter, but I try to get all of them. That's like remotely possible but like you know i've got like 38 48 i don't know something platinum trophies on playstation because it's like i will spend 65 dollars in a game and i'm gonna play the shit out of it until like i feel like i i'm done and like the problem with those open world games is there's so much bloat and it's like that's why i bounced off assassin's creed like real quick after syndicate that's the last one i played i haven't played any of the new ones knowing that they are even worse with the with the open world bloatness so I just it's remembered. A, uh, I just remembered something. Fatigue what? was the word I was trying to remember in last episode. Uh, everybody, <laughs> has, everybody has COVID fatigue. Yeah, that I, was what I was trying to remember last episode. I don't know if. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I was I was listening to that earlier today actually, and I, I'm pretty sure someone said fatigue, and you're like, I think that's it. I, I think yeah, I think I that like did happen. Alex I think I think you that. guys called it out. I did have one. I had one question about uh, your your all's GTA episode, and I was wondering because I was listening to like the start of GTA. And I didn't realize that whenever they started, the whole concept was like you could pick a cop or or a bad guy and play as either one. And I was wondering like how you guys felt about. I don't know if you know anything about uh, GTA role play. Like as far I know it's big on Twitch every now and then, but it's it's basically like uh, you can choose to be either a cop or a, or a, or a civilian or AKA like a bad guy or whatever. I didn't know if like if that was kind of like the game coming full circle and how you guys felt about it as far as like because I know there's like one gta role player that i i watch on a consistent basis where he like he consistently does like copper bad guy and it's just it's literally taken on a life of its own and i feel like it's it goes past online to where you can just become a character of all on your own doing yeah I, i've seen those I've, I've never actually played it but uh it's a cool idea i would love to go on and be a cop and and just uh, it's a, it's intense like they get like they get super into it too as well like it's like they have the they do like the code and the lingo they give people speeding tickets they they arrest people for you know public nudity and everything like that it's it's intense like it's a whole different like organism on its own but i just thought it was pretty cool how like basically it came full circle and it's funny it, you mentioned that because when gta i think it was vice city came out you had the competition which was driver 2 because the first driver you couldn't get out of your car but then you have driver 2 and it's the exact what you're talking about you have you know you're you're you know you're a criminal in, in GTA, but you're like you're a cop and driver, and it was just like that was the big debate when I was in high school. It's like oh oh driver two so much better, and it's like no, it's not. Like it's really not. Sorry. <laughs> Check yourself, idiots. No, I I've never actually heard of the of the of the GTA role play thing. What what format is that in? Is it is it in it's GTA so, Online or is it? So it's like uh, they take 
it's done through i think like a, 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 third, a third party like uh that's called 5m and they basically take gta and all the coding of it and they can add their own stuff to it and whatnot like they have uh mods and stuff for like you gotta you can get a lidar like a radar gun and, and gta and and the role play servers and whatnot but they basically just take in the gta format and they add their own stuff in it and uh, they just go from there and they have their own servers and everything like that. But it's like online, but everybody takes it a lot more seriously. Uh, and it's, but then again, there are only certain servers that take it as seriously as others. And you can get into servers where like people just don't give a shit and they've got Lamborghinis as cop cars. Uh, it's basically so it's online. online. It turns, yeah, it turns to GTA <laughs> online. And yeah. it's, it's, they it's blow you up and say, I fucked your mother. And then, and then, that's yeah, 100%. It. And they'll kill you and blow you up with like a laser gun or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. I feel like if you're going to play GTA role play, like you are, you're, there's an inherent agreement that like you're playing it because you're trying to experience what it is organically, not like, oh, I'm just going, but you do have grifters like Jacob loves to go whoa, in and just whoa. be a dick. Whoa. <laughs> I like to troll. Yeah, I'm an I'm an internet troll. I get that. I understand that completely. But I would take this seriously. You know, no, you wouldn't. I would absolutely troll. Them you would lose seriously. interest within 30 minutes. I I did a little bit of GTA online. I took it seriously, more seriously than other people there. Okay, I'll just have you know, sir. All right. <laughs> were you Were you a gimp that escaped from a sex dungeon? Uh, no, but that would have been a great idea. That would have been a <laughs> hilarious idea. No, I was a I was a bread maker, and I was transporting uh bread whenever my truck broke down, and I had to unload the stock via hand and walk it to the store. It was a very boring role play session. Okay. It was very boring, uh, but I had a great terrible. time doing it. I had a great time doing it. Okay, it's like they ran from the cops a little bit. I don't know. What, remember what happened? It's like it's it's very gratifying. It was you know, a good hard day's work. Mm -hmm. it was in Stardew Valley, it was very good. It's like, it's, like I got you know, all my, like my tasks done. Animal Crossing, all those. It's very satisfying. Like okay. I'm sure people love them, but like it is like I've got to have an endpoint. Like when I'm playing games, I've got to have an endpoint. I can't. I don't understand Animal Crossing at all. My my kids play that game, and it's like this is like it, it's like a it's chores the video game. Why don't you just do chores the real life thing? Yeah, and we'd live a lot peace more peaceful. <laughs> yeah, but why do them in real life when I can do them in in, in Second Life? You know, it's like yeah. the Sims. Like the Sims. It's remember I Second think when Life. You start breaking down video games. It does because like that's what happens to me where I get like where I don't want to play something is after I played it for so long I look at it like. As in what you're actually doing. And I'm like, wow, this is like in World of Warcraft when I was playing, I got so burnt out on it because it's literally like you're just going out, killing a few things, going to turn the quest in. And it just like to me, like in my head, I got in some so in my head about it. And I was just I don't I don't want to play this anymore. I don't, I'm tired awful. of killing things, you know. I'm tired of being a, a, a method of destruction everywhere I go. And yeah, because you can't do that in real life. That's the whole point. Uh, well, you don't know that. You know, I can I I can destroy so many things, well, bro. Also, it depends on where you live. That's fair. Um, what is your favorite GTA? I like GTA Four. I think is is my top. Nico. Yeah, it, yeah, it had a, had a, had a good story, and the 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 rage engine was was primo. Like, I mean, when that came out, I mean, I remember it blowing my mind. All the little details and things they stuck into that thing. Oh yeah, you could do. You could you know throw trash back at people. You could climb climb up on shit. You could uh, you know it had just a boatload of different uh, vehicles and shit you could use. Uh, GTA five is really good too, but I, I never finished it. So I, I've got to go back and do that one of these days. I, I got real burnt out on five. Uh, I, I played it on 360, and then the online didn't, wasn't out yet. So like, it was kind of buggy. Yeah. And so I missed an entire chunk of the story. That's almost like unskippable. Like there's an achievement on 360 that I don't have that is unmissable somehow. If you, if you beat the game, which I did, 
but I don't have it because the file corruption happened. And like when Trevor kidnaps like somebody in the back of the car, like that whole like scene, I don't know what happens or where it comes from, but like my game skipped to that part. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. And then I kind of just got, like I said, I got real bored with it. It was real mundane. And like you were talking about with, with open world bloat, like uh, my, I, I walked in, I got home from work the other day and my son was playing GTA five and uh, it was one of Michael's missions where he had to do yoga. It was like a yoga mini game, failing <laughs> yeah. at it and having to try. And he was doing it for like 30 minutes before he finally got through it. And I was like, this isn't fun. No, <laughs> that, that mission isn't that, that difficult. I played it just the other day. <laughs> Why are you? We gotta do like you gotta make the buttons move just right, yeah, and just you gotta move in the direction, down, the downward dog, and the you know the T pose. I don't know. You know, I'm just like, I'm not excited need, for the need next a one. yoga mini game. Yeah, right. That really adding to the universe. It's important to the story. Yeah, and then you that, can go I back mean, to your house and do yoga anytime you want. Like what? That's where Ubisoft got the idea to make a Zumba game. <laughs> uh, i used to work at gamestop so like there would be bukus of copies of zumba for the week and it was just like no one's ever going to buy these no nope. what's your favorite john uh, my favorite see i have to say my favorite for nostalgia and what it did for me is also vice city like yours like i i, I love the aesthetic of it vice city was 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 a uh was a godsend for me back then after having already been into gta 3 and then vice city just just cranked up the style and you had motorcycles and boats. Um, but I got to say, like, if, I, if I'm going to be playing one, it's more likely going to be GTA five. Like since we, since we did the episode, I've just, I've been playing in that director mode where I can, where I can have a super jump and be invincible and an explosive melee. And I like <laughs> yesterday I, I, I had the day off from work and I actually spent like an entire, like, grand theft auto virtual 24 hours just going on a rampage like i i don't get tired of it i maybe maybe it says something about my psyche but like <laughs> no no, just, no 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 it's you're totally like, fine that's everybody needs to get that out they get they got to release that somehow or else you do end up going on an actual site like rampage so yeah that would yeah. never happen is there a spider-man mod for gta 5 where you could 100 in buildings as spider-man there is I need. I need that. There's a, there's I've seen some Spider videos of a Spider-Man. There's, there's a there's a Flash mod uh, where you can literally become the Flash and like with with speed and everything. Uh, there's like there's there's so many mods for it. That's why it's like going to the PC just get it even <laughs> even like more intense where you are able to take it take it and break it down and just add stuff into it. There's a there's an Iron Man mod to it. There's the Hulkbuster. I'm pretty sure, sir. I've seen the, the Hulkbuster mod to it. Like it's intense. Like it's it's insane how much just putting it on PC and letting people have the code for it does for a game and just take it and you can just take off with it. It's like Skyrim and, and all those mods that they have for it, where you have people who just literally just want to make the game look prettier. And so they, they insert a bunch of like their own code and everything like that, make their own storylines. It's, it's intense. Make all the women giant breasted and naked. Oh, hell yeah. There's, there's all kinds <laughs> of those mods out there. You know, you can get fully naked. You can in do that Skyrim. for real in cyberpunk. If you can, you know, stomach to play it. If it works. Yeah, it's 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 GBA Grand Breast Auto. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you <laughs> also barely good enough to play Skyrim, so uh... yeah, I just built a new one, so I I I was in that boat for a very long time. That's why I always played everything on console. But I, you were talking about the engine. I feel like that is something that with the next GTA has got to improve because with as great as red dead 2 is i have a personal problem with it but i understand how great it is and how 
incredibly like detailed things are and how all this like i get all that i personally didn't love the story anyways that's another point um i do feel like the engine showed its age with that game and i feel like they need just like they move very like your main character moves so wonky and it's just like i just want to turn i don't want to like go in a like a semicircle just to like turn around you know and so like like the, yeah, the the whole yeah. mission in the whole part where you go to like Cuba or Havana or wherever it is uh, in Red Dead Two, like and you're in that you're in that fort and it's just like really small. I was just like that about. I was like, this is awful. Like this like this game works better when it's in the Wild West, not when you're in a fort and you can't move. But that's that's a whole other thing. Um, what what are you guys playing? What are you guys watching? What are we reading? What are we what are we doing these days? Besides, you know, doing issue two. Um, I mean, I, spending too much time playing GTA five <laughs> <laughs> for, for as old as it is, but right. I've been playing a ton of Minecraft with my kids too. <laughs> like that's yeah, my number yeah. one game because my kids, it's all they want to play for the most part. So, but uh, no, I just, I had, I found a note on my phone or I had a note on my phone for like two years that just said Jack Chalker. And uh, someone had told me, you should you'd like this guy's books you should read them and then i stopped by like an estate sale and they had some jack chalker books and i was like all right <gasps> fuck yeah i'll buy these i don't know yeah who this guy is but his name has been on my phone for two years <laughs> and uh i just finished his book uh, web of the chosen and uh it was fucking good Wh- whoever told me that they were right nice and, i uh, uh i'm sorry i'll just say it was, it was a cool sci-fi book and it it kept me guessing the whole way through like i had at no point had any idea what was about to happen and every oh, time i thought i best. did i was fucking wrong and uh that oh, was man. cool i gotta write that down i love books there are I love, you're I love not to gonna listen. read it don't i love to listen it. to books okay it's the same thing same thing as reading all right <laughs> please tell Hulker. please somebody back me up reading and listening is not the same they're exactly the same uh, i, I think mean, they can be the same but i like listening as well yeah, I think depending on how you process it, it, it can be similar because I, I, my, my girlfriend loves to listen to books. She absorbs it all, but I can't listen to books because I, I will space out and I'll, I'll, I'll miss something and I, it, it doesn't work for me. That's what happens personally. when I read. That's like when I sit down to read, <laughs> I, I get to the end of the sentence and I can't remember if this is a sentence that like was above this one. And then I'll read the same sentence about three or four times and then I'll move down a sentence. I just, I, I, I don't, I, I, I basically am like, I, I'm so, I, I cannot read. Honestly, it's, it's not even a bit like, it's like, I am not good at reading. I can what are words. reading? I can, I can comprehend them, but I cannot, I can't, I don't have the attention span to sit down and read. So yeah. listening to like, and, it, and what do you do when you read? You just say the words out loud in your head. That's just the same as listening. It's the same thing. Exactly the same thing. Except audiobooks, man. Some of those guys that narrate that shit are fucking they make, good. They make the story like uh, Stephen Fry. Yeah. He makes Harry Potter and he makes Game of Thrones when he reads it. Like as far as like he, he sets the scene, he has different voices for every single character. Sure. Some of them repeat a little bit, but they're great. He does a great job. Okay. And I think I'd have to close my eyes to do that. Otherwise, otherwise I'd get too distracted, like shiny objects. You know? Yeah, but then you fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You fall asleep when you read. I, I generally listen to books like while, I'm, while I'm driving. So closing the eyes is not a good idea, but I don't have anything really important to pay attention to other than not dying. Yeah. Exactly. And you don't, that's, you know, just. That's pretty much important, right? No, it's, it's fine. You know, it can't be important. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> 
I guess staying alive is important. Yes. I don't know how often you said you, you were in our neck of the woods here recently. I assumed that you flew. Yes, I did. Um, I don't know if you have caught the news lately, but um, there has been two instances that we know of where we've had unruly passengers who um, reportedly had to be duct taped or tied up <laughs> on duct a plane. Taped both, like, that's the thing. It's like both of them are both instances are duct taped. There was a third instance with like a 13 year old child, but I didn't look into it because I don't want to like it's 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 a little bit. Rough. So obviously, I mean, a 13 year old, you don't want that on your uh, on your Google search. <laughs> yeah, the the yeah. thing is, they weren't duct tape, man. Like I, I looked at those articles today, and like the 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 drunk booby grabber, fucking yeah. that guy, uh, that was clearly like reinforced packing tape. That was not duct tape. I don't know. I don't know who these fucking so-called journalists are, but they don't know shit about tape. That's for sure. Check your sources. <laughs> like breaking out. That's definitely not. Uh, that's not gorilla-made duct tape. Okay, I don't know what they're talking about. We joke, but I'm sure there's somebody in the comment section who's like a tape connoisseur, who's probably a serial killer, and it's like, mm, that's not duct tape. And it's not going to hold can... very long. It's got a tensity strength of uh, 0. 0.702 pounds. Uh, I've, had, I've had three women escape my basement for using that shit. <laughs> one, 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 one little nick on it, and, and it just comes right apart. Um, I guess, I mean, the question is, is like, clearly the two were batshit insane. From my understanding, the one lady, she tried to open up the hatch, but like, I don't think you can, right? Like, in uh, the, top of the, the pressure is too much. It. They definitely changed it to where you can't do that. I think at some point it was like if you had to. There's so many bells and whistles that you have to go through. To I don't know it, that for sure. a fact because I mean, I've never tried. I, I'm pretty sure the emergency door can be opened anytime, just because that's kind of the point. Like, yeah, if, like if there's like someone's got to press a button and they're dead because the plane crashed, that's not a very good okay. system. You might have a point there. I don't. I, I, I thought was it the emergency hatch or was it the the actual hatch that you like leave. I think it was just the regular door because I don't think open. that one opens. The, it's ca the cabin keeps the pressure keeps it together. The, uh, the emergency does open, which you would think if she was trying to get out and open it, she would open that one. I don't want to give her any ideas because clearly that bitch is crazy. Um, she was just like, looking for attention. She wasn't committed. <laughs> She's like, "Oh no, I'm going for the door. Somebody stop me, please! I mean, someone stop me! Oh please, don't take me up! <laughs> please don't put me on the five o'clock news." Oh no! <laughs> but like, what do you? I mean, if you're a passenger, have you ever had any instances and in some, like something crazy has happened like that? Have you ever been on any flights? Not like that. No, nothing to that. I mean, I've had some drunk people like you know yelling stuff, but uh, not to the point where they're punching people and, and trying to kick windows out and shit. Like, what do you hope to accomplish by doing that, though? That's what I understand. Especially like being in the middle of like, a flight in the air like, on do a you vacuum, wanna... like a vacuum sealed uh, croissant tube, basically <laughs> that will explode at the moment's notice. Like, <laughs> I just don't know what, what is the object? I mean, clearly if you're trying to do this, you're not thinking ahead. You're just literally living in the moment. So like, I get that, but like, you gotta have these, you gotta have this stuff thought out because what's the end point? What's the end? Like you're going to go to jail uh, and you're never going to be able to fly again. So, yeah, it, it takes a a like an, an a level of of uh, lack of reason that I that I can't comprehend at all. Like right? like it's it's like like you know you do stupid shit when you're drinking. Like you make bad decisions. You walk home drunk, or you punch a fence or something because you're pissed. But like you're gonna, you're gonna open a door on a fucking airplane. Like that that's a that's 
a really, really bad idea. And I don't know how you get there unless you are like chemically imbalanced. You know, yeah, like, I, like, I, there's like a problem outside of your control. I think that lady was freaking out. It sounded like she was just like, I need to get off this plane now. Yeah, and they were just, I think that's not a thing. Having a panic attack. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, what, are you okay, you're going to jump? Like, there's only yeah. one way out of here. There's two. There's land the plane or jump. I'll, yeah. I'll hang. I'll hang on to the side. I'll be okay. Yeah, the, I just need to be other, out of this. The other dude was clearly super drunk, and it uh, takes I guess so much alcohol to like get to the point well, where you just have it. no like just no regard for anything. Because like I mean, I've been drunk before and I've been super drunk before, but never to the point where like I just don't have any common sense whatsoever, and like <laughs> I'll just say whatever froths in my mind. Like I, I always have like you, you always have that mental block, but to be like so intoxicated, that you're like. It's okay if I grab a woman or two. It's okay if I punch a guy in the face. Like it's okay. My parents are worth two million dollars. Like it's okay to say that out loud, you know. Which, which I can pretty much guarantee you, they're they're not if he's flying Frontier. Yeah, <laughs> 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 he's, he's definitely like on the on the list of like they don't give money to him. You know, they're yeah. worth that much, but they don't. He doesn't get any of it. Yeah, so. that's how he acts at Thanksgiving. So they they wrote him <laughs> off. If you're on this flight, what what, how, what do you do? Are you like Jacob, where you just like sit there and watch and judge and don't say anything? He'll he'll calm he'll calm himself down. He'll calm. Or are you actually gonna like do something because like this person's endangering your life? I mean, I don't think I'm gonna like jump. in. It's not my job to jump in and fucking do shit. They got people that are there to tape these people up. Like that's that's what they pay them for. Now, if I'm sitting in the emergency row and some crazy bitch comes and tries to open the door, uh, you know, I'm not gonna let her do that. But. Otherwise, if it's happening in another row, I'm probably just going to pull my phone out and be like, oh, shit, look at this. <laughs> look at this. I would be yeah. like, hey, stop it. Don't do that. You yeah, open I, that, we all die. Don't do that, please. That's what I do. I don't, I don't do anything else. Whisper in the drunk guy's ear, I think that flight attendant called you a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I would have a hard time getting up and physically stopping somebody just because it's it's... There, there's so many unknown factors, but I mean, like if, if ladies like running towards the door to try to open it and nobody else is doing anything, like it would be like a, are you fucking kidding me? Everybody on this plane? Fine. I guess I'll do it. You know, and go, go fucking take care of it. But I mean, I wouldn't want to. Everybody, right? Then you fly out the plane with her, man. You see her running for the door. You buckle your seatbelt. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the plane is full of people like Jacob. There's like, oh, somebody else to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. It's like the other people, I don't get paid enough. Or anything to handle this situation. So it is. It is. I paid a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, it is a weird situation because, like, if I feel like this person is endangering my life, I I may go berserk, and then I am equally going to get in trouble too. Because, like, who the fuck am I? I'm just some fucking crazy person who stopped yeah. another crazy person. What if you don't know that they're in the middle of filming a movie, and so you go to stop them, and you look like a jackass? Well, I'm pretty sure are, they clothesline the chick, and she's like on the floor bleeding out, and like the film crew comes running out, like, "No, bro, it's just a prank. It's just a prank." And you're like, "I didn't know that." And, 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 I, and now you look like are you okay? You're like, "Oh, this is a jackass movie." And now I'm on the five o'clock news, and I don't want to be on there. Well, and I, I think there is a difference between crazy lady going to open a door and drunk dude, right. you know, like, like I, I, I think it'd be a lot easier to step up and, and fucking try to restrain. Well, I don't know why this seems like it would be easier, but, but it seems like a, like, like a, uh, like a more morally simple thing. It's like dudes fucking grabbing chicks and shit. And, and you know, like this guy needs to shut the fuck up and be restrained. Cause he's probably a pussy. Let's just be honest. 
Like, <laughs> yeah. You can probably drop him in two hits. Like this is the kind this is the kind of behavior that people that like, you know, they've big puffy chest and it's just like that this one and then it's like oh. yeah. unless he's drunk, so it's not like he can hit you. If if you're bringing up how how much money your parents have, you have nothing on your own. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, watching the video of that was fucking hilarious and like that like the interview with the uh, with the flight attendant afterwards. Like, man, that, that guy's that guy's a celebrity. Like he he just he needs his own show or something where he just beats the fuck out of unruly passengers on airplanes. Or like my favorite part crying the, children. My favorite part was the crowd's reaction, man. They're like laughing and cheering at this guy. And like it, like I guess that dude afterwards was like, This is the most dehumanizing experience of my life. It's like, yeah, because you weren't acting like a human shit fan. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did this to yourself, pal. Okay, you did this to yourself. Nobody's gonna have sympathy for you. It's and, you know. It's pretty much like what we say. Like you know, you kind of like have to reap what you sow. You live with the repercussions of doing th- dumbass things. You can choose to not do whatever you want, but like when things happen and you can't do something because you didn't do something, you know, I'm kind of beating around the bush a little bit there, but we'll move on from that. Um, I don't know what it's like to live in California. Uh, but I do know what it's like to live where we live. And both Jacob and I have more so Jacob, but we both have issues with neighbors. Uh, he likes to call them blood feuds, but there's been no blood has been shed yet. Well, I don't know. I don't know, man. I haven't um, seen that I, in a long time. So. I'm <laughs> half convinced that my neighbors behind me have like a murder barn and like they have like this shady operation. They have, I mean, you got to see this house. Like, there's a whole like airport hangar. They've got all sorts of these things. They have like a half barn and there's like chickens and they're out late, 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 like two 30 in the morning doing stuff. And I'm like, there was, I sent a video one time to Jacob where like there was a guy, I assume it was like the son that lives there. And he's, he's like dragging a body sized bag. Restaurant trash. That yeah. that's. And like, <laughs> I understand, like, if you're in the military, you've got that one big bag that has all your shit in it. But, like, this was, like, a five-foot black bag that, like, you could fit a body in there. And he's, like, and it was heavy because I watched him because, again, what else am I going to do? You're you're literally just, (laughs) and you're sending this to me, and I'm going to end up dead next. It's, like, they kill you first because you recorded it, and they find anybody associated. They have, they have, ever. I don't know if you all have house alarms, but, like, we have a house alarm. And, like, if you set the alarm off, it just, like, rings, right? They have one that gets set off. It's like a motion detector, and it's not like a like a ring. Like dee, 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 dee. it's like warning, warning, intruder alert, intruder alert, and like it's so it's like the loud. Cave. And like, why would you have something that loud and obnoxious if you weren't hiding something? Because people, you know, warning, like- warning, child escaping basement. Warning. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, apparently in Canada, there was this story where. Uh, one neighbor was pissing on somebody else on his yard and this guy got so fed up with it that he decided he was going to drive his car into the house. Did he go too far? Was it while he was pissing? Was like, was he like coming home from work and he's like, that fucking guy's peeing on my lawn again. Uh, he did. Yeah, yeah. Basically. So, so he was peeing on the guy's lawn and the guy saw him on the way out. Or I don't know what he was doing, but he saw the guy peeing and took matters into his own hand and drove over the person with his car. So it's like, was it a bit too far? What? I don't know. Escalation, but uh, he caught him with his dick out. So, you know, he caught him in the act and there's no denying it. Right. Yeah. 
so there, like you said, there's, 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 there are steps in which you uh, have to take matters into your own hands. Obviously, like you, hey, can you not do that? Can you go piss in your own yard? There, uh, we don't know the whole story. We don't know if there is like a few, like he like did something to piss this guy off, and this guy's like, oh, I'm just gonna piss in his yard, whatever. But like, if you ask him to stop and he doesn't, then like you call the cops and like they can't, can they prove it? Yeah, but are they, you know, they're, are they really gonna do that? Yeah, and then I like, know. at a certain point. It's like, okay, I got to do something because <laughs> you know that this driving this dude absolutely insane that like this, he's got a yard pisser and he can't do anything about it. So he just, he probably had a bad day and he caught him at the wrong time with his dick out or the right time. And he's like, fuck this, fuck this, a eh? When the boom, just like hits him. So I don't know what it <laughs> says about me, but like, I'm more okay with this than I would be if like the guy ran over his neighbor's dog for shitting in his lawn all the time yeah dog shit what the fuck dude don't run over the dog but like you ran over the neighbor like i don't know that guy probably had it coming to a degree because humans are worse (laughs) than dogs so yeah yeah i think i could safely say i would i would do that if i was in the gta world (laughs) i would very gladly run over somebody that might be what happened where he just got done playing gta because i played gta 5 so much at one point that i was like oh real life and game life don't exist there is no boundary between the two so i can definitely run this red line so maybe he just got done playing a lot of gta then you're feeding into the narrative that video games cause violence and i don't like it i think it's called cause traffic infractions there we go. Yeah, and urination you, causes violence. Yeah. <laughs> there has to be like, this has to have been going on for some time for you to just immediately oh. jump to, I'm going to hit him with my car. Like, I feel like there has to be some sort of. Oh, yeah. Th- like, this is a build like, up. I just, I don't, I don't, I want to know the whole story. Now, really. if uh, you live where we live, that's just another Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many times that my neighbors have almost hit me with their car while I was taking a pee in their yard. That's for sure. Uh, you deserve it. No, I don't know if necessarily I deserve it. I'm just looking for a pace to urinate, and their yard is there. So. I pee almost exclusively outside. Exactly. Their man is meant to pee. Thank you. Like, that's you could live in Tennessee. That that's what that's what everybody does around here. You know. Yeah, if I'm I sitting on the couch, porch, I'll walk out my door to my backyard to take a leak most of the time. It's nature's bathroom. Yeah, it is. It's my bathroom. <laughs> I paid for that yard. I understand. I paid for the yard. I'm gonna pee in it. I I totally get. Yeah, it. I agree. Pee in your own yard, not your neighbor's yard. Okay, well that depends. Like, is it, you know, are we in a blood feud? Then I'll pee in his yard. Have either of you ever had any like run-ins with neighbors where like, or all your you neighbors hit them with great. your car? Yeah, with their car basically. Do you want to go? Yeah, ahead and we, incriminate we, yourself? when you mentioned when you mentioned this question, I thought about it and I was like, oh man, you know what? I think. In most instances, when I've had issues with the neighbor, it was because I was the asshole. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, I, I've lived, I lived in a number of, like, party houses where we were really loud and really obnoxious. And, like, you know, out in the backyard, walking on hot, hot coals, drunk at fucking three in the morning or hopping oh, over gosh. the neighbor's fence because we just made the, like, we... We used to go around in Christmas and like make people's deer hump. And I remember one year we went to someone's nativity scene and like taped forks and knives to uh, oh man, to Mary and Joseph and put Jesus on like a little platter with some garnish. Oh, that's came hilarious out. though! <laughs> and he it. came out screaming at us, and we had to like hop through like three neighbors' backyards just. To I think as out. long as you don't damage anything, that's fine. Yeah, but that's just being like yeah. fun. Yeah, that's that was- just mischievous, you know? Yeah, yeah. We we were we were pranksters. We weren't vandals so much you know like right. we, there was no right. destruction of property just moving and making hilarious of their 
property. Although my, the old man in me is definitely like getting a little bit angry where it's like these damn kids, they won't leave me. I don't know alone. if you guys have heard the story, but I once lit a creek on fire. An entire creek. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, basically what happened is gasoline had spilled. Uh, I was playing with my action figures. Uh, I was having an inferno match. I threw the lit action like figure. And, yeah, I threw the lit thing and it was a whole it was a whole ordeal it was i'm sitting here just like gobsmacked like oh my god but and then the other person one of them takes off running and the other one takes a dot like does a frog splash to like put it out so and then we lived in a one for the team really i didn't even i would not jump into fiery water holy shit well he was like he had a death wish he was just like my fur my time has come and it puts the fire out and he becomes a hero instead he was equally responsible because he equally he provided the gasoline, and so I guess you. <laughs> oh, it was your gasoline spill. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so he was. He was also the elder of the three, so it was kind of like, well, if someone's going like, to go to jail just, for it, it's going to be just like he's just like my father's going to kill me if I if I if I if he finds out about this. Not if I kill myself first. And he jumps into the fire, but it ends up he just becomes a hero and he saves everybody. So outside of we, that, and I busted up a bunch of cinder blocks for a a. a upcoming like trailer to be placed on and my parents and my dad had to pay for that outside of that i didn't do a whole lot of nefarious things like I, you did <laughs> i i lit my neighbor's backyard on fire oh my god once. oh uh, yeah i was i videotaping yeah i think so so um that that's <laughs> it was good planning um did you guys have cottonwood trees in tennessee yeah wait what is it cottonwood Oh man. Anyway, drops this little fluffy cottony looking stuff, like these little okay. fluff balls. And we had a huge one in our front yard. And I mean, it was just like two inches thick. And I discovered that like if you light it on fire, it just it burns up really quick and looks really it's like cool. a fuse. Yeah. And there was this big bunch of it along my fence line. I'm like, all right, let's light this on fire. This is going to be awesome. Uh, <laughs> not yeah. thinking that my neighbor's yard was also completely full of this shit. And it just, I mean, it ran, I mean, super fast. It was, it was rad. But uh, <laughs> went right into her backyard, Super. caught her bushes on fire, and I like hopped over her fence and like went to try and figure her hose out. And she had like one of those sprinklers screwed on the end, and I couldn't get it off, so I just cut her hose off and was like spraying oh, it down. Did you have a knife? She's like, "What is going on?" And I was like, "Fire! There's a fire!" And I'm like spraying <laughs> it down, and, like yeah, there's something to fire. And, like, uh, and, like put it out. I was like, "Have a good day, ma'am," and hopped back over the fence, and uh, you know, you didn't I get was, charged for arson. No, well, I didn't. I didn't cop to starting the fire. I just yeah, yeah. Just like, Holy shit! I was <laughs> yeah, in the area. yeah. The, you just the did. Uh, the people in the backyard behind you were like, "What's going on?" And we're like, "Oh, barbecue! Uh, spark this stuff up." How old were you when this happens? <laughs> oh, like twenty three. <laughs> yeah, it was after I was back from college. So yeah, we were early mid twenties. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Well, the time is nigh, and it is very late on this coast, but it's. You still got a whole night ahead of you in your shit. Area. Sun's still out. Shit, not here. It's, right. it's thunderstorming, <laughs> and I just got a warning on my phone that there has been power outages. So I hell need yeah, let's go, baby! I need, Thunderstorm. I want to. I want to end this so that way it's all good and ready to go. But plug your socials, plug whatever you want, do whatever you want. All right. Well, we are uh, we are Geek Exploration, the podcast. Uh, you can uh, find us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else. Um, you can email us at email at Geek Exploration Podcast. We're on social medias, Facebook, Geek Exploration, the podcast page, uh, Instagram, Geek Exploration Podcast, or Twitter at Geek Explore Pod. Uh, oh, you can call us and leave a voicemail if you want. It's 916 Ork Turd. That is 916 O R C 
T-U-R-D. All right, I'm definitely doing that after oh, this man. episode. We're gonna have to we're gonna jump in our Discord and tell everybody to call you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we'll take prank right calls. Now. We'll take we'll we'll take life advice or or you know we'll give life advice. Well, I mean, Ooh, prank call either way, life advice. Yeah, yeah. Jacob has a bu- life advice. Jacob has a bunch of terrible accents, so it's perfect. Uh, I have the best accents, but it's whatever. You know, it's excellent. <laughs> I, I, good or bad, send them our way. I'm gonna start. Oh, is star sixty seven? So you don't know who's calling. <laughs> uh, yeah. Does that yeah, even yeah. does that work? Anymore? I don't know, but I remember having <laughs> a. I remember having that as a kid. Yeah. That was fun. Oh yeah, using that extensively. Landlines. Yeah. You call your you call like your crushes and leave them. You know, semi threatening voice. Hey, calls. is your refrigerator <laughs> running? I didn't know how to flirt when I was a kid, so it was definitely. You like, don't know how to flirt now. I don't don't. I'm so glad that I'm married. I don't. Have I love to your flirt. eyes. I want to put them in a jar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, Jacob had a Jacob's like first real girlfriend licked his eyeballs or something. No, it's, I was watching. No, I watched a couple did that. I, that wasn't. I didn't have anything to do with that because I'm not about that. But I watched another couple, and they were like, "Hey guys, watch this. Look how close we are." Like, you're not close. That's disgusting. And she's had some kind of eyeball fetish. So you're gonna get an infection. Yeah, yeah hundred yeah, percent. That's, that's, that's what I was a very about. bad idea. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Um, and and I guess to cover the other base, uh, if anyone wants to check out Space Oddities. Um, you can go to uh, spaceoddiescomic.com. Um, uh, we haven't done anything with it since the Kickstarter, but it's there. Uh, and uh, it's, it's got a link to Comixology where you can find the book or drive through comics. And I think it's on Global Comics now, too. Go buy it on Comixology, support the Kickstarter when it comes in maybe November. That's the plan. Yeah, though, and those are our digital copies. If you want a physical copy, um, you can. Uh, I don't know, reach out through uh, spaceoddiescomic.com um, and let us know. We, we have the regular issue. We also have uh, blank cover variants that if you want a custom piece of art on it, uh, we can do that as well. Tell them Spaghetti Boys sent you. Spaghetti Boys, yep. Special special uh, extra prize that comes with that. <laughs> what it is, I'll figure it out. <laughs> Just some dry spaghetti noodles inside, yeah. inside yeah. the... Slip. Space space getty noodles. Space gay, you go. Oh my god, that's such a it's a much better title to this episode. <laughs> that might be what it is. Uh, <laughs> but thank you so much for taking the thank time. It's so like much. three months later than I wanted to, but life happens and shit. No, thank you for having us. This is a good time. Yeah, I look forward to listening to more episodes at your all's podcast. It's excellent. Uh, yeah, but like like Alex said, thank you guys so much for being here. I appreciate it. <laughs>